good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. And we will start off with the nationwide daily COVID report. There were 19 more COVID-19 fatalities and 7,681 new cases registered during the previous 24 hours, the Public Health Ministry said on Wednesday morning. This compared with 12 COVID-related fatalities and 7,133 new cases reported on Tuesday morning. Now, 2,048 were probable cases by way of ATK and 19 deaths, as we said. 277 cases were from abroad. That's a total now of 11,222 cases that have come from abroad. Out of 66,286 patients, 37,313 are in hospital. There are 480 in serious condition and 108 on ventilators. Now, Phuket health officials have reported 621 new cases out of which 470 are local transmission and 151 are from abroad. There are now 3,981 people in care, and at the moment the island has 1,011 beds left. Chamboree Public Health Office is reporting 873 new cases today and no deaths. Most new cases are in Chanburi City, Siracha and Banlamung Patia area. There are now 7,482 patients in care. And in relation to Thailand's vaccination program, 513,208 people were vaccinated yesterday. Most people were receiving their booster dose. And so far in Thailand, 71.6% of the population have received a first dose, 65.3% a second dose, and a third dose uh, just over 12%. And moving along to the first story of the day, Thailand's egg prices to be set on Thursday, chicken prices held for six months. The Internal Trade Department will meet with representatives of chicken farmer, chicken egg traders and exporter associations on Thursday to decide whether egg prices should be allowed to increase as is being demanded by chicken farmers. Internal Trade Department Director General said the meeting today called to discuss egg prices and ways to help ease the cost of living of consumers in the wake of rising pork prices was not conclusive and all stakeholders agreed to return on Thursday to resolve the problem. Executive member of the Lair Farmer Association, Tayapur Sitan, defended the need for the price of eggs to be increased to between 3.60 and 3.80 baht per egg, citing increased costs of animal feed, medicines and management costs. He said that in the past, chicken farmers have been trying not to increase egg prices, but now the increased production costs make it impossible for them to maintain the prices without going broke in the next few months. Earlier today, Kunwatanasak said that chicken farmers, traders and exporters agreed to freeze live chicken and chicken meat prices until June, while the Livestock Development Department and chicken farmers will work out ways to increase chicken production to meet the demand for domestic consumption and export. And moving along... 4,000 a day applying to visit Phuket. Phuket remains a popular travel destination among international arrivals as over 4,000 applicants are submitting forms to enter the resort via the Thailand Pass system each day, the Phuket Tourism Association said on Tuesday. 
PTA president Konbomikita said that most applicants are from Germany, Russia, Kazakhstan and the United Kingdom and the United States and France. On Tuesday, the association logged 4,288 requests. The number of applicants implies the countermeasures against COVID-19 are both working and inspiring confidence in tourists, he said. Of the international travellers who tested positive for the novel coronavirus after arriving here, about 70 to 80% are infected with the Omicron variant, he said, adding 90% of cases only show mild symptoms. The patients can stay at their hotels if they can remain isolated in their rooms, Mr. Bumikita noted. The hotels must also have received the Safety and Health Administration Plus certificate from the Public Health Ministry. If hotels have not prepared rooms to isolate infected tourists, the hotel managers will coordinate with authorities to find suitable facilities such as hospitals, that's a hotel come hospital, and newly set up traveller community isolation wards, he said. Currently, 126 out of 480 hotels have registered for the scheme of hotel room isolation, meaning they have allocated some of their rooms to isolate infected travellers who show mild symptoms. The total number of rooms under the scheme in Phuket now stands at 650, he said. The PTA expects the number of accredited hotels to double to 250 soon, he added. In addition, Bangkok Hospital Siri Row in Phuket will join hands with a local hotel to add another 100 hospital rooms, he noted. Phuket will launch three TCI centres today. The centres will be an option for infected travellers who cannot find hotels with specially isolated rooms or wait for health insurance approval to stay. And moving along, Thai government pushes ahead with international tourist tax. 300 baht per visitor begins in April. The Tourism and Sports Ministry promotion plan for 2020 will be themed Amazing Thailand New Chapter, introducing new selling points from January and collecting a 300 baht entry fee from foreign tourists from April, government spokesman Tanakorn Wambunganchana said on Wednesday. The plan includes promotion of white routes for tourists in line with a bio, circular and green economic development strategy for more sustainable and safe tourism, Mr Tanakorn said. Also under the plan, from the start of the second quarter, April, an entry fee of 300 baht will be collected from foreign tourists arriving in Thailand, the spokesman said. The 300 baht fee will be used to develop tourist attractions and for accident or death insurance for all tourists. The maximum insurance payout would be 1 million baht in the case of debt and 500,000 baht for medical expenses. The charge will be included in airfares. The means of collecting the entry fee from people arriving by land was still being considered. According to Mr Tanacorn, the Tourism and Sports Ministry expected revenue from tourists this year of 1.3 to 1.8 trillion baht from 5 to 15 million foreign tourists. He said if tourists were mainly from Europe or the United States, arrivals were estimated at 5 million this year. This would rise to about 7 million if tourists also came from India. If in the second half of the year, China allowed its citizens to travel abroad, the number of tourists arriving in Thailand this year would rise to about 9 million. If Thailand reopened the borders with Myanmar, Laos, Malaysia for tourism, the number could be as high as 15 million tourists in total, Mr Tanakorn said. The number of domestic tourist trips was expected to total as many as 160 million, generating about 700 billion baht of local income. 
Despite the prevalence of the Omicron variant of COVID-19, the government would continue with its tourism promotion campaigns, he said. Mr. Tanakorn said Prime Minister Prayachanacha has instructed state agencies to monitor the COVID-19 situation both in the country and abroad in order to be able to draw plans to restore the country in all aspects by keeping the economy and public health in balance. So I think we brought this to you a few months ago. They were discussing about this 300 baht fee. I actually thought they pushed it up to 500, but I think they've brought it back down again. Now, 300 baht is not very much money. They're going to put it in the airline ticket. You probably won't even notice there. If your ticket was going to be 21,100 and suddenly it went to 21,400, it's not going to stop you paying for your ticket and going to Thailand. But I guess a lot of people online still seem to be complaining about it. And I do get where the complaints come from. It's not a good look, especially when a country is crying out for tourism and then it looks like you're just trying to take advantage of everybody that's coming into the country and trying to basically get as much money as physically possible out of them. I mean, at the end of the day, remember that tourists coming to Thailand have to have this expensive insurance. By the way, you're still going to have to have that uh, mandatory insurance of 50,000 US dollars. So I don't know what this insurance is for because I doubt it would be anything substantial. So you're still going to have to have your normal travel insurance. Then you have to pay for your PCR tests on arrival in the country and your your second one, you know, a week later. So, yeah, it's all adding up and there's more and more money, yes, being spent in Thailand. But it's not a good look, especially, you know, as I said, we're in the middle of a pandemic and the country really do need tourists. For me, I'm, I'm not going to cry over 300 baht. It's, it's not a great amount of money, okay? I mean, if they're that desperate for it, I say, here, have it. But I would be worried about where the money does go to. They're talking about investing into tourism areas. I mean, really, will that money actually go there? And there needs to be, I think, within the country, committees that will follow that this money is being used for what it's meant to be used. And again, also details about the insurance policy that you're apparently going to give every tourist coming into the country should be published so they can see what they're getting. And if it's going to be, you know, cover you up to 500,000 baht, Maybe it's time they skip the 50,000 US dollar insurance. It should be one or the other, but certainly not both. So I don't think they've thought this through 100%, but yeah, it's going to be there. As I said, you probably won't notice it. But at the end of the day, the, the other thing is, is that Thai nationals will end up paying it too, because there's no way to separate who's paying it and who's not paying it if every airline has to include it in the price of the ticket. So yeah, a little bit wrong in some ways. You know, you're not separating a tourist and somebody who lives in the country. And I think that also has caused some people to get a bit annoyed on social media. But I'd love to know what you guys think about it. I mean, does it bother you? Does 300 baht extra on your ticket? Is it going to stop you from going to Thailand? Or are you just, you know, what do you think of this fee? Is it a quick buck for the Thai government? Do you think you're going to be getting value for money with the insurance that they're going to give you on arrival? I'd love to know your thoughts, guys, down below in the comment section, as always. And next up. Thai insurance firms to be allowed to cover COVID-19 treatment for tourists with mild symptoms. The Department of Health Services support resolved on Tuesday to allow Thai health insurance companies to launch packages that cover COVID-19 treatment for foreign tourists and expand hotel isolation for patients with mild symptoms. The Department Director General said the key problem among foreign tourists is their health insurance does not cover treatment expenses if they are infected with COVID-19 and develop mild symptoms. In this regard, the Department has proposed that the Office of Insurance Commission allow tie in health insurance companies to launch packages that cover COVID-19 treatment for foreign tourists, he said. 
This will help foreign tourists to make faster claims for treatment expenses. It normally takes 7 to 10 days to claim expenses with some foreign health insurance companies. Paris said that more hotel operators are requesting that they turn their facilities into hospitals under the hotel isolation scheme. He pointed out that Chambouri has launched a hotel isolation scheme for tourists with most patients developing no symptoms. Therese expected hotels in tourism provinces to be allowed to operate as hospitals. Treatment expenses under the hotel isolation scheme will remain at 1,000 baht per person in line with National Health Security Office regulations, he said. Now this is quite interesting because uh, we've just spoken in the previous story about how they're wanting to include insurance and now these guys are wanting to sell more insurance to tourists coming into the country. Now these are the very same people, by the way, who a few months ago petitioned the government to cancel all the COVID health insurance policies that they had sold Thai citizens and expats in the country because there was too many claims. This whole hotel isolation hotel quarantine has become big big business here in thailand now we have hoteliers getting in on it insurance companies getting in on it the government getting in on it everybody wants a piece of the pie and that's what the big problem is here at the moment is it's become a business and it's not about health and safety of people it's about money now and money is the incentive to lock people up in a hotel for 14 nights And I really do think there needs to be a closer look at what's going on here and who's involved in this and who's got their hand in the little pie. Because I can tell you, people are making a lot of money out of this. Prime Minister happy with Thailand being best place to retire in Asia. Prime Minister Prayachanacha is happy with Thailand being considered as the best place to retire in Asia and the 11th best place for that purpose worldwide, according to the government spokesman. Tanakorn Wambunkanchana, the spokesman, said Thailand ranked first in Asia and 11th worldwide in the world's best places to retire in 2022, rankings that International Living magazine announced on January 1. The Prime Minister thanked all Thai people for their hospitality towards each other and towards foreigners and it contributed to such good rankings for the country for a long time, the spokesman said. The Global Retirement Index of International Living was a comprehensive and in-depth opinion survey on reliable sources of information. It was aimed at finding the world's best places to retire and based on four categories of criteria consisting of general conditions, finance, lifestyle and good governance, the spokesman said. So do you agree with that? Do you, for expats who are currently here, do you think Thailand would rank high in, uh, you know, places to retire? And if you say yes, what are those reasons that you would say it is a great place to retire in? Now, if you say no, I'd love to know what you think are the reasons for saying no as well. Unfortunately, I can't give an opinion because I am yet to retire. But I would say that if I had lots and lots of money and I was free to do what I like every day, didn't have to go to work, didn't have to do this, that and the other, well, I'd probably say Thailand is a good place to retire. Good healthcare system, great food, property is reasonably priced. It depends where you are in the country. Of course, if you go to more tourist zone, yes, the property will be more expensive. But if you go to more kind of rural areas, you can get some really great bargains. And yeah, I just in general, I do like the buzz of Thailand. Maybe not over the last year and a half or so with the whole pandemic. I think, you know, every country has kind of gone through a phase of just, you know, being a bit blah. But yeah, in general, prior to March 2020, 
I absolutely love Thailand and I'm sure when things get back to its normal self and we start to see the pandemic kind of go away, things become endemic and we get on with life again, I, I think it'll return to that kind of a great place that I've loved to live in for the last 10 years. And moving along, Thai cabinet endorses bill to oversee media ethics and standards. The Thai cabinet approved a draft bill on Tuesday which seeks to create a council for the media profession similar to the Lawyers Council of Thailand to regulate and promote the ethics and standards of Thai media professionals and to protect the rights, liberties and independence of the media in accordance with section 35 of the constitution. Under section 35, members of the media will be protected by law in the exercise of their rights, liberties and media independence in the presentation of news and opinion if they comply with media ethics and if the exercise of such rights does not go against the good morals of the people. One highlight of the bill, proposed by the Public Relations Department and drafted by the Council of State, is that members of state-run media have the right to defy the orders of their superiors if such orders are deemed to violate media ethics, but the exercise of that right must take into account the objectives or mission of state media. The Media's Professions Council will be run by a 10-member board to be selected from people who have experience or have specialised in professional media, in human rights or in consumer protection laws. The Council will receive annual funding of at least 25 million baht from the Broadcasting and Telecommunications Research and Development Fund for Public Interest. The Media Profession Council will be assisted by a permanent office which will take charge of general and accounting affairs and facilitate the operations of the Council and the Ethics committee. And finally the Phuket News Daily Report. Vaccinations not required for visa extensions confirms Phuket Immigration. The Phuket Immigration office in Phuket Town has confirmed that proof of vaccination is not required in order to be approved for an extension of stay, often just called visa extensions. Phuket launches tourist COVID hotline. Phuket officials have launched a Phuket Tourist COVID call centre to assist tourists who test positive for COVID-19. The call centre can be contacted by calling 076-254-200, extension 88. It is open daily from 9am to 9pm. The call centre can support both the English and Thai language only. And finally, Phuket's critical situation spurs call for increased support. The deteriorating tourism situation, plus the rising number of Omicron cases across Phuket, has sparked a demand for immediate and increased community support, reports local foundation Living Waters Phuket. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.